Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Rondrick, and this is the Endless Weekend Podcast, and we're back. You know, uh, this is the fourth, this is number four. It's March 12th today. Beautiful day. Beautiful fucking day. You know, and it's going pretty smoothly so far. Um, so in this podcast, I'm talking about commitment. Uh, and just staying committed to stuff, because like I said, at the end of the podcast, I have a lot of friends that... Uh, that's building, they're trying to build an audience with either Facebook, YouTube, podcasting, or any of that with the social media. Just trying to build something because I feel like this, the, the Central Valley don't have enough of these influencers to understand that it's this could be a thing for you. This could be a career. This could be the path that you need in your life. And so I'm happy. I'm happy that these people are making these steps and bringing this uh, attention to the Central Valley. I see a lot of people starting this shit. Makeup, you know, fitness, uh, pranks, podcasting, everything, you know, skits, everything. And I'm starting to see that more and more on the social media. And it's beautiful. So I just wanted to talk about commitment today and, uh, uh, you know, how... It's been a struggle for me to commit, but also I'm finding reasons to commit to things. Not just about relationship, um, relationship, but just committing to your future, committing to a career, committing to uh, a hobby that could potentially be a career. Um, you know, if you want to commit to church, commit to anything, just commit, commit. It's hard. It's always been hard for me. You know, I never had that role model to show me what commitment was. You know, just kind of have to figure it out myself. And I am and I still don't really understand what the word is or what it means, what it means to me. But I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to put something, you know, um, put something there to commit to. So... Enjoy the Endless Weekend Podcast. Thank you, guys. And by the way, uh, I'm available on all platforms now. So if you search me up on iTunes, I'm there. Endless Weekend Podcast. Spotify, I'm there. Add me. Follow me. Do all that shit. Support the podcast, and I'll support you. To Well, for whatever you do. I mean, if you, you know, out here uh, kidnapping kids and uh, doing weird shit, and I don't know if I support you with that, but... Anything else, you know, that you're trying to better yourself, I definitely support that. I mean, if you're sitting at home and just um, eating Doritos and uh, drinking Mountain Dew, hey, if that's what you like to do, man, hey, I support you. Now support me. And welcome to the Endless Weekend Podcast. <laughs> What's up? And welcome back to the Endless Weekend Podcast. I am... Uh, your host in uh, uh, think of anything else clever, but I am that person, and my name is uh, Rondrick Vaughn, and this is week three of the Endless Weekend podcast. Three weeks, my dude. Hey, I heard uh, the average podcast make it to seven, and that's it. They're they're done after seven, so uh, we're gonna try to push past that. We got. Three out so far, and this is the fourth. 
three more. So once we get past seven, it's over. We're pushing past that. We're going to continue to go. But we do have some changes. Um, so f- until I get better equipment, I'll be just be doing uh, one podcast a week instead of two because of the equipment issue that I have right now. I'm not poor, but I am like low key poor. Like you know what I mean. I'm supporting myself, but I'm not. I'm low key not. If that makes sense, you know, like um, I have a job, but I also rob people on the weekends, and uh, that helps pay for a lot of my bills. So you know, I'll use use the money that I earn legally to uh, buy the equipment to rob people illegally and make money that way. So, you know, it's a full-time job, man. I work weekends all week, all throughout the week, weekends, work every day, all day. It's, you know, it's it's just, you know, something I have to do for my family. You know, I got like four or five kids. Uh, I got a dog, I got a parrot, um, like 12 fish, uh, a couple of gerbils, a rabbit, uh, a jellyfish. And I got some ear pods, you know. I uh, bought these specifically to fit in with the, the with the youth. You know, walk around with them in your ear. People compliment you, say, "Oh, you have those Apple ears." Like, yeah, you know, you like them. Yeah, we like them. You know, they're not better than Samsung though. But you know, we don't really fuck with Samsung. Those are for broke people. I mean, we know that they're you know fifty dollars more than the Apple AirPods, but you don't have to let people know that. I have not even seen a person wear those yet. That's how expensive they are. You know, they might, might they might sound better or look better, but they uh, it's just too expensive. I'm not gonna pay two hundred dollars just to listen to what I you know just to listen to music. But I did you know that the AirPods was fifty dollars cheaper, which I think is worth. I would I'm definitely spending one hundred and fifty dollars to listen to some good quality music. Makes it sound 10 times better. I started listening to J. Cole the other day with these on. And I'm hearing shit that I even hear. And I listened to that album four or five times. All his albums. Maybe more than that. And I can hear the little messages he has in his songs. And it's just, you know, I went through the album again. I'm just like, yo, J. Cole was really speaking to me. You know, if you have AirPods, you can just listen to him and just hear what he's saying in the background. You know, begging God to go to heaven. You know, all kind of, all kind of, I'm not even going to spoil it for you. You need to get some of these ear pods. I call them the Apple ears. And enjoy that music. Enjoy your music. You know, I listen to ACD, AC, ACDC uh, Thunderstruck. It's amazing. They got a message in that too. That's my theme song now. This might even be my intro, my intro music for this episode. Because that's how much I like that song. And kind of, I'm kind of disappointed in myself because I didn't. I grew up thinking that rock and roll was just just a white people thing, you know. Never really got into it, or you know, listened to it or anything until like middle school. But then I, you know, in middle school when I would work out, I would listen to like Three Days Grace, or you know, Hoobas Gang, or Third Eye Blind, like slow. It was just some like it was rock and roll, but it wasn't. I mean, it was, but. It was like a lot slower, you know, made me feel good. Three days Gary singing in your ear, screaming, you know. Oh, oh, 
This place not a home. Listen to that when you work out, boy. You know what I mean? Music is just a beautiful thing, and I'm glad that I'm exploring so much more. You know, reggae right now is my main thing. You know, then it's hip-hop with J. Cole, Kendrick, Schoolboy Q, all of them, you know, good rappers. Um, you know, when it comes to rock, right now I'm on that ACDC, man. I'm catching up. Catching up. You know, Three Days Grace is still my, my band, and I know that they just released the album, so... I've been listening to it, studying it. I mean, they got rid of their lead vocalist, so, like, kind of, it's not the same, but it is the same. No. But today's uh, podcast, get back on, you know, topic. Today's podcast, I just wanted to talk about, like, commitment and um, um, just committing to something, you know. Uh, in my life, it's... You know, how I grew up, we didn't really have anybody that was committed to anything. You know, my, my dad got my mom prop my, my mom my dad got my mom pregnant and then dipped out. You know, he, he, that wasn't commitment at all. You know, he was I mean he committed to one thing, busting a nut. And once that nut was busted, his commitment was over. I mean he well he stuck through it. Probably, you know, stayed tonight, left at like three o'clock in the morning, just dipped out. I don't know, maybe. You know, or he, t- he, you know, gave that one little story. Yeah, hey, I'm going to go to the store for some cigarettes and just never came back. You know what I mean? One of those little sneaky deaky moves. We call that the prowl. Because, you know, you already know what you're about to do. And once it's town, you prowl the fuck out the window. You don't even use the front door anymore. You just go out the window. You know, and I'm pretty sure that's what he did because that's, you know, I, I, like I said, I have five kids. I don't claim that uh, I had to do the prowl move on it. And it was like a natural reflex, so I know I got it from him, you know? Because, like, you know, before going to her house, you know, I didn't even know where she lived until she told me I got there, unscrewed the, the, the screen from the outside of the window so I can just sneak out later, you know? I already had it planned out, and it was just a natural little thing, like, you should do this. Like, it was a calling. Like, when you get there, go to the window first. Take the screen off so you can just slither out, you know, prowl your way out. You know, panther feet. And just, I didn't even have a car at the time. You know, I would just dip off. Just run down the street. Fuck it. Olympics. But, you know, commitment is uh, something that I'm not too familiar with. Until, like, recently in my life. I was that wild kid. Just didn't like rules. I didn't like committed to anything. So, when it came to sports, you know... It it was hard for me to be because you know once I started doing sports, girls came in came into the picture. So then my commitment with sports was out the window, quick boy, quick. I mean, it it was one time where I I I didn't talk to girls until like fifth grade. You know, fifth grade I had my first girlfriend. Her name was Indacia. It's uh. She was cool, you know. Um, you know, I would come to school every day. She would look good in her uh, little uniform. I would look good in my little uniform, little white tee, some khakis, you know. And uh, it was my first time ever talking to a girl, I would think. I, you know, besides, you know, people in my family or people in the roundup neighborhood that I grew up with. And I remember telling my homie Eli, hey, 
like her, bro. I think I'm going to write her a letter. Smooth. He was like, do it. So uh, I'm writing this letter. And uh, Eli ended up telling her. As I'm writing this fucking letter, he ended up going and telling her that I had a little crush on her. So as I'm writing the letter, her and her friends comes up. They're like, oh, do you have a, you have a crush on her? You have a crush on her? And uh, I just remember just balding that piece of paper up and then trying to stick it into my pocket. And someone comes up to snatch it. And it was game after that. Like My nerves just fucking started going crazy. Hands got sweaty. So, like, the, I mean, I try to get the note back. Eli's holding it. She's right there. I just didn't. I just didn't know how to do so. I just said, you know, I just said some random. It was. It was. It's embarrassing to say, you know. Um, but you know, my first time talking to a girl, the first thing I said, you know, I didn't even answer the question. It was just, just something stupid. Like I think I said like sausage and buns, and they just all got quiet. Like you know. And, I just walked away from there. Um, it was just awkward situation, so I had to get off, you know, go back to class, the history class or whatever, and uh, recoup my brain. And, you know, at, re- at at lunch, it was game, nigga. Like, I already knew what I wanted to do and what I wanted to say to her, you know, without writing it down. So Eli did the same thing he did before. He told her she came to the table where we chill, and I acted smooth. And then I said, I was hungry earlier. I was thinking about hot dogs. But I do like you. And I want to, you know, chill with you for recess or something. You know, recess was like 15 minutes back in the day. That's a long time for two, a little boy, somebody in fifth grade, and somebody in sixth grade, or somebody in fifth grade. Two people in fifth grade to just chill and hang out, especially a boy and girl. You know, in fifth grade, you only be around the little homies playing kickball, softball, or some football during PE or even recess. But me, you know, I was growing up early, you know, um, didn't have any hair on my chest or anything like that. But, you know, I just had that that mentality of a man. You know, I already I was already thinking about, you know, marrying her, you know, getting her a ring. You know, uh, all kind of shit. You know, and my uh, my aunt sold weed at the time, and I would go into her little weed stash and take like four dollars, five dollars. You know, and it got to ten dollars, and I would bring it to her every day. And we had like a little snack area that you could just buy candy at the school. So you know, I would bring it, just just come in with hell. Yeah, I got some money. Yeah, yeah, you know, a little ghetto kid. Yeah, I got some for you, baby. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll take you out, girl. I'll buy everything you want, man. You know, that little swagger. And uh, so, I would, you know, I'll give her money to buy her little Pop-Tarts, you know, some uh, Now and Laters, you know, Mountain Dew or something, just a bunch of sugar. And, uh, you know, and we dated for two weeks, I think, maybe less than that. I don't, re- I don't really remember, but I remember her dad coming up there one day after school, and uh, her cousin, because her cousin went to the same school, this was like, oh, that's Indesha's boyfriend. And I just see her dad, he was a bald head dude, a bald head black dude, just look at me and say, like, what? What? Didn't that be here, the nigga, what? Like, on campus, bro, like, this is how ghetto, this is how ghetto my school was at the time. You know, um, it was just, 
no way to just escape that. It was just ghetto. And, you know, once he... I froze up because, I mean, look, I'm in fifth grade. This nigga's a grown-ass dude. Walk up to me and said, what are, you, what are you teaching my little girl? Or what are you teaching my baby? Or something like that. I said, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I like PlayStation. Uh, I like YouTube. And, you know, you know, try to play it cool. You know, tell him, like, stuff I'm interested in. Maybe he will be impressed with it. But nah, he wasn't. He took me on a little walk around, you know, around. It wasn't off campus because then at, at that point, I could have got his ass in trouble. Like, yo, I think this dude trying to fucking uh, penetrate me or he said he's going to penetrate me. You know, got him in trouble quick. But it didn't happen. You know, nothing like that happened. I would hate to ruin his life, even though I could have. But he took me around a little block, a little wall away from her. And he told me, hey. You're too young to be doing this. Don't be, you know, don't be making moves on my daughter. I know how boys think. And if I catch you around her again, nigga, I'm going to have to heat you up. And I didn't I didn't really know what heat you up mean, you know, at the time. So I, I like, what was, what was that mean, sir, you know? And then he showed me his little, you know, he showed me his pistol. I was like, oh, you going to, oh, okay. Because, you know, when you get shot, your body heat up because the bullet goes so fast. Goes in your body, you make your body steam, put a hole in you. Your, you know, you your body feel hot when you're dying. So that's what I assume at the, at the time, because you know, I've I've seen a couple of people get shot, and uh, they got steamed up. That's 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 what I thought. You know, he should have just said steamed up. Then I would really understand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wouldn't. I, she was just my friend. I don't really know her like that. You know what I mean? That's why I would have. I would have went that route. I didn't really have to see the gun because that was kind of scary for a fifth grader to see. So uh, after that day, um, yeah, I, I think I talked to her one time and that's when we got our first little kiss. And then after that, it was game over. Uh, her friend Angelica at the time, uh, we were all after school and I remember just playing kickball and I kicked her in the fucking face with the ball. I kicked the ball, I hit her in the face. She started crying, and they both got mad at me. And, uh, yeah, we just don't, we just never talked after that again. So I think that's how we broke up. But, it, you know, technically, we didn't break up. Technically, you know, if you think about it in that sense. Um, I'm cheating on her right now with my girlfriend, Sarah. So, Sarah, if you listen to this, you're in a wrong. That's fucked up. Why would you do that? You know what I mean? You're you're ruining someone else's life. You know? It's kind of fucked up. So, fuck you for doing that to her and putting me in this position. <laughs> no, but commitment, yo. You know, when it... Commitment is something that, you know, I've always been struggling with. Not with, like, a relationship, but just committing to anything like the gym. I think after high school, I kind of went into, like, this little dark hole where... You know, drinking, smoking, just partying all the time. And that kind of threw me off track on uh, for what I wanted to do in life. You know, I was studying, studying kinesiology, business, all that shit. And then next, you know, school wasn't for me. I just lost that interest and my commitment to it just went down the drain. Um, same thing with like the gym. Like, you know, I used to have an eight pack and 
after all the drinking and just lay lazing around. Because in, in high school, I had all kind of sports PE. I had, you know, zero period, after school PE, all kind of, all kind of shit. Like, you know, like always being active and uh, working out and, you know, you know, trying to stay fit. Um, senior year is what I think it really got me because I was one of those kids that left. You know, they went to a high school for all three years and then left their senior year to a whole nother city, a whole nother environment where I wasn't familiar with. You know, I went from, you know, living in Fresno, California to Madera, California. That's a fucking big ass downgrade, you know. <laughs> I'm not, not, not saying that it's a downgrade, but it was just a change in environment. You know, I, I'm moving from somewhere that I grew up most of my life and um, moving to somewhere I've never even heard of, you know, and I got there and all the girls were pregnant. It was majority Mexican, so I couldn't, you know, I didn't understand what they were. They were always speaking Spanish and shit. And, you know, even an English teacher spoke in Spanish. I don't know how the fuck she got that job, but she did, you know. Um, my homie Ivan went up there with us to check out the football team and the wrestling team. I go into the wrestling room. It's no banners, no fucking nothing. And I went to Clovis High where, you know, they are champions, just champions. And it's just so much shit that you can look at that give you motivation to stay in that sport. But when I got to, um, you know, Madeira, I'm not even going to say which high school because, you know, that's kind of fucked up to just call them out on it. But the high school I went to, it was just a shitty place. Like, it, everything was just not up to par to where I was where I was before. Plus, the students are all, all the black people expected for me to hang out with them. And be retarded. Like, it, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to put my people down. But, you know, we do act some t- type of way that, you know, I don't, that's the image I'm not, I wasn't trying to be. I was trying to avoid that image. I already went through that stage of ignorance, you know. I, now I'm looking for something better. You know, I was more serious with sports and stuff at that time. So I didn't really want anything to do with those, uh, you know other black people at the school. So me and my twin brother, just kind of like those loners. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't really talk to any group of people. We just kind of stayed away from the black people, stayed away from the pregnant girls, stayed away from everybody. Uh, so senior year was just kind of tough. So I think that's where, like, I, I started to go into that black hole. And then that summer, that's when I went off to college in Monterey, and I still didn't have it. You know what I mean? It, it, it wasn't because of, you know, the moving and relocating. It was more of the fact that that senior year, I didn't even get to enjoy it. Like, I ended up going to an adult school. We ended up going to an adult school to finish early and graduate so I can leave for college early. And that's exactly what we did. And plus, I was working. Me and my brother had our first jobs our senior year, too. So we we were already going into, like, being adults and, uh, you know, living and working to support ourselves. Like, we moved out our senior year. We were living by ourselves with a cousin and my brother. Uh, so I think I got set on an idea of just like no more school. But when I did go to college, it was cool as fuck, but I just couldn't connect with people. I had a couple people from my hometown that went there, but they're girls. And I just didn't want to, I just really didn't feel like hanging out with girls all the fucking time. It was just awkward. Every time I would go over there, it was awkward. Um, um, and yeah, I just didn't fit in with them. They were, you know, I, I love the partying and all that stuff, just going out to little bonfires or whatever. But it just wasn't for me, you know. Got back to got back to town, started doing uh, schooling here in, uh, in Fresno. 
Then I went to Grand Canyon University, got my, uh, fuck. Oh, I can't think. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me right now. I got my, uh, my associates in, uh, in Arizona at, uh, Grand Canyon University. And then after that, I just, all my interest for school just went down the drain. And then I was on and off from jobs, doing sales jobs, doing Walmart, temporary jobs, just on and off. And I can never commit to a job. I can never commit to a job. That's another thing with commitment. I would never, I would fucking, look, this was me. <laughs> I would work at a job and just to get the day off, I would say one of my family members died. And when I got to, to the point where I had no more family members, I would quit that job or let them fire me. And go on to the next job and use that same excuse over and over and over. So, hey, people are dying in my family all the fucking time. To 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 my job, you know, I come in with that sad face. Yeah, man, look, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna fill it at work today, man. My uh, shit, man. My uh, my uncle's cousin died today. You know, he was a big part of the family, and uh, just don't know if I can take it. It just, it just don't. I just don't want to come down. I don't want to let you guys go. I don't want to let you guys down. So I came in, but I just don't know if I'm mentally stable to do this today. And they would believe me. You know, no, Ron, go home. No, I'll pay you for the day. You know, and then, then two weeks later, look, man, you, my cousin's friend died, and he was really part of the family. You know, and it just, just on and on and on and on and on. Uh, it was a cycle. But now this job, you know, the job I'm working now is just whatever. I think I'm at the, the point where I'm just like, all right, you know, just make money. Make money and support your hobbies. And so I guess, I mean, I'm in a much better place than I was fucking five years ago, two years ago, even six months ago. Fucking no car. Got my car repoed in Vegas when I moved to Vegas. Was homeless, living on my grandma's, fucking three years or some shit like that. Couldn't even jack off or nothing. Too Christian, and um, just not being comfortable. And so, all that stuff, you know, not gonna be uncomfortable. No car, all that stuff pushed me to where I had to commit to my job. I'm forced to commit to the job because without this job, I'm not. I will I will go back to where I was before. So that's commitment to the job, but that's by force. And same thing with this podcast. Like last Thursday, I wouldn't say I didn't commit to it, but I tried my best to upload and I just couldn't get the right material. It just either didn't come out good or, you know, also my time management is terrible. You know, a lot of my time I spend just looking for that perfect porn. And I just can never find it. I find myself on page like 963, bro, just looking. I was on page 963 last Friday, bro, just looking for that perfect thumbnail. God, porn, bro. I remember when you could just open up a book and just, you know, jack off to whatever was on the page. You know, read their little story. You know how they had the little story next to them. Like, oh, this is Tammy. Tammy has been a porn star for three years, and what pushed her into porn was her stepdad came into her room when she turned 18, flopped his meat out, and put it into her. And now she's always had the fetish for dick. 
She loves dick. Look how she's putting that dick in her ass. A normal porn star would not do that. Tammy. Tammy. You know. Those are the simple days, man. Now, you know, you go go to Pornhub or YouPorn, whatever you prefer. You you know, either go to categories or you just search what's up on a page. I mean, I don't know. Unless you're going there for a specific reason, you know, most of those times there's people with fetishes. You don't go straight there and just look up uh, ball squeezers, you know, and then just a bunch of porn with niggas squeezing balls and, uh, you know, just it just it's just so much to pick out of. I don't know what, you know, to pick. I don't even have a I don't even have a preference anymore. When I was a teenager, straight up just fucking brunette girls. You know, never blonde. At one point, I searched up some Asian massage pour when I was a teenager. Now I'm just into more of a just casually. It has to be real. It can't be actors. It's like, you know, homemade. It's like, oh, set up the, set up the, uh, you have to set up the uh, camera right here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Open your leg. Okay, cool. And you hear the dude. <laughs> when he's about the nut so it makes you you know it makes me want to come at the same time i try to time it you know I, when i'm when i'm ha- when i'm you know watching porn i i picture myself being that person so if he's coming i'm coming bro this is a this is a bonding moment for me and that person that's the kind of porn i like it's when it's personal it's personal and it's real not none of this fucking you know Pound Tammy for fucking 20 minutes, hardcore, bus, you know, just, just fucking, oh, ram me, ram me deeper, bring five more cocks in here, you know, it's just it's too much, man, it's too much going on, all you see is fucking booty holes and ball sacks, just fucking slamming around everywhere, and juices and fucking cum, blood, a little blood, you always see a little bit of blood, and she's just enjoying that shit, just getting ripped apart, you know, then the, the 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 fucking gorilla comes out that mandingo dick. You know, she said, watch out, pals, watch out, fellas. She deserves this punishment. And they just fucking tear in half, and then it ends. You know, nobody want to watch that. Who's jacking off to that? You, the people that jack off to that, I bet their fucking dicks are look like fucking ground turkey. Just some fucking ground beef, just red and torn up. You know, with a little bit of white pieces in it, you know, make a fucking taco with that shit, you know, just fucked up dicks, you know, you know what I mean, like the hardcore metalheads, I bet they can't even watch regular porn, they have to watch some, some crazy shit going on, like a little bit of blood in there, some shit, I don't know, man, whoever watched that kind of shit is fucked up, man, like two girls, one cup, I watched it because uh, it was a thing to do as a teenager, it was funny but disgusting, desensitize me, but actually make me hate a lot of that shit, you know, can't commit to it, and you know, what I really do like is that, uh, that granny porn though, man, uh, just thinking about it, make me want to go in that bathroom right now, and just fucking, just punish my meat, bro, just straight up, just punish that bitch, just like, oh, man, you just, you know, you just been hanging around all day, just chilling with your balls. Now it's time to be punished. Mm, sounds fucking, sounds like the thing to do right now.
sounds like the thing to do right now. But like I said, I can't commit to it because I'm committed to this podcast. I can't just leave the podcast, go to the bathroom, just beat my dick and come back in here and record this podcast like nothing happened. After you know, it has to be some recovery time for that shit. You, if you don't jack off and you don't feel exhausted afterwards, you're not doing the job. You know, you gotta shine that pole, my dude. Beat that meat. You know, choke that chicken. Scramble them eggs. You know what I mean? Go out there and just let that uh, that dragon purr. Explode. You know. You out here probably not even. First of all, a lot of you niggas are using lotion. You don't need lotion. What are you doing? Just go fucking, mm, you know, mm. you know, wash your hands, you know, in some hot water. Just get your hands all warm. I'm telling you, just do it. Stop using lotion, man. What the fuck are you trying to fucking moisturize your dick? Nah, bruh. That's how you, that's how you, that's how you come faster when you have sex with girls. You know what I mean? So a fucking moist and a bunch of fucking, it's just moisturized and just soft. So when you put it in a girl, it just, you just come faster. It's just softness and softness. And it just doesn't even out. You know what I mean? You need some hard, dry cock in that. You know what I mean? Go up in it raw. Got a couple of scars because, you know what I mean, when when you're jerking off without lotion, you just tear shit up. You know what I mean? Go up in there with some scars, you know, like a man. Mm. Gotta commit to this shit. <clears throat> commitment. Commitment. I'm not even going to lie. I uh, talked to a boxing gym today. Because uh, the regular gym isn't good enough for me. And this is perfect for me because it opens up at 4. I'm off at 4. I drive there. It's literally less than a five-minute drive from my job. Go there and uh, try and commit to this place. You know what I mean? It's not really, It's more for a self-defense thing. And uh, um, uh, a fitness thing, too, you know, for my health. So I really feel like boxing would be the best thing to uh, put some uh, motivation into me and uh, hopefully commit because uh, if I'm going to be paying uh, $180 up front and then $60 a month, bitch, you better know I'm committed to that shit. Committed. But no, this, to be honest, this podcast was just, uh, is just uh, something to give you guys, you know, uh, to, to don't take this one too serious or whatever. I'm just here to just talk shit just to pretty much just get a podcast out so I can keep the streak going. Uh, even though I kind of broke it Thursday, but you know, along, but this is, it's going to be two podcasts this week. It's going to be this one. And then another one with my homie Fernando. So look out for that one. Cause he's actually a really smart dude. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have real conversation with him. Uh, and just a cool dude, man. Like he he uh he's like a trainer for uh for baseball. He's a baseball player. He hurt himself at like one of those bounce house play places and he's just a cool overall cool dude to just talk to. Such an energetic person. Just you could just tell 
you know, you just meet someone and you can just tell he's they're a good they're a good person. He's that good person, you know. And I feel bad for uh, you know, he. I've been knowing him because of uh, one of my good friends. They dated, and uh, you know, they parted ways. But I still kept that friendship with him. You know, I felt bad because he ought he honestly thought that I was gonna you know stop being friends with him because of that. But we're adults out here, man. It's not high school, so I kept that friendship and. We've been in contact probably um, every other day, talking, commenting on, you know, social media, just interacting with each other. He's a cool dude, you know, kind of sucks at Fortnite, you know what I mean? But uh, he's a cool dude, so he, he's going to be on the podcast this coming Friday or Thursday. I don't know when I'm going to upload it, but uh, yeah, hopefully Thursday, maybe Friday. We, we'll see. But for this new schedule after this week, after the two podcasts, it's going to be a podcast every Monday. Um, and then I'm going to go, hopefully, when I get enough equipment to actually have people on here. Because right now I'm using just a stupid little podcast app. And it's helping me out. I'm, I'm actually probably going to use it after I get my equipment, too. But when I try to record on my mic with the laptop, it just records for five minutes and that's it. So... I'm ordering all new equipment. I'm fucking using my taxes to buy all this new equipment uh, so I can sound good because uh, I have a couple people from Fresno that starting podcasts at this, you know, around the same time as me. And it's not a competition at all, I swear to God. But this is the best time. This is where people are building and creating and become, you know, they're opening their mind to podcasts. And I've been telling people for years that podcast is going to be the new fucking radio. Not, probably not completely take over radio, but you're going to hear so many different points of views and uh, opinions and all this stuff on podcasts that you can't get. You're going to be you're going to be able to go to podcasts and search out what the fuck you your emotion for that day. And you can find a podcast for that emotion. Me, I'm just strictly comedy. I don't want you to come here and take me serious or any of this. So if it's your first time listening to this podcast, do not take me serious. Everything I say mostly is a joke. We get a little serious sometimes. You can tell when it's serious. But I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to fuck it up every fucking time and throw a joke in there. So get ready for that. If you just like to hear some fucked up comedy or just some funny shit, you know, you're not a sensitive pussy like a lot of people are these days. Just listen to what I have to say. You know what I mean? You you probably can't um, get used to how I sound, but don't worry about it. I'm getting surgery for that. I just want a fun carefree place where people can listen and enjoy themselves you know what i mean uh we can get a little sexy a little sexy time and you know talk about sex with my homie walking i actually want to have walking my homie walking on here he's probably one of the funniest people i've met in my life and um no he's actually one of the people that told me i should do stand-up comedy which i'm working on don't don't sleep on it i'm I'm building confidence to go up there and talk to that guy again and, you know, give him a little six minutes, you know, just to ask him how it is. Like, oh, you know, I'm trying to get feedback so I can build this perfect uh, uh, whatever comedic, comedy people fucking call it. You know, I'm just trying to write this out and get it uh, memorized and put the right thing i'm just trying to build the, the some some good man i'm just i'm just wait on it it's gonna happen and i'll let you guys know when to go out there and expect me to you know 
do a little bit of stand-up comedy. Hopefully it works out. If it's not, if, if it doesn't work out, then I need the best feedback and uh, uh, criticism I can get. Positive criticism, good. Um, I might cry at first, but overall it's a good thing for you. I mean, if you're going to go up there and be offended, you're going to put yourself out to, uh, you know, audience and uh, you're not funny and you get mad, but, you know, or you know, you get mad or sad that, that they think you're not funny, then work on it, man. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people in this world that's going to put you down. Even if you have talent, it's just haters. You know, I have a friend that just doesn't take my podcast serious. You know, he just laughs. But also, he's the type of person that just doesn't believe. He doesn't believe in God. He doesn't believe in, you know, anything. You know what I mean? It, it, he just the type of person that will just put you down or laugh at you. And it doesn't really agree or try to help out, you know, help you out in anything. I mean, he's cool. He's still one of, you know, one of my closest friends. But he's just a person that just, I don't think he's seen enough success in his life to let him believe that uh, someone from Fresno can have a successful podcast or to do anything successful. So, I mean... Hey, don't let those type of people put you down because I miss it'll be like hundreds of thousands of other people that agree that you are the funny person or you are the talent person that you think you are. Just work on it. They said 10,000 hours on something. You're a professional. You know, you got that shit. You know what I mean? Right now, I probably have five hours of podcasting. I got so much more time to go to prove myself. And I'm already getting the audience. That's the thing. If anything he said about me or anybody that doubted me about this podcast, uh, it they already been, you know, proven wrong because I'm already bringing in an audience. That's all that matters. Do not, when you're working on anything in life, either keep it to yourself or tell the people that you believe that will support you. It's going to be some people that you think that will support you and won't support you. Uh, but don't don't let that affect you because you can build an audience. It's an audience for every single person out here. Every person ever born as an audience, there's someone that can relate to or will understand your sense of humor. So don't give up on that. That's how I see it. Don't give up on that shit just because one person or two people told you that shit wasn't funny. If it wasn't funny, go and work on it even better. Do your research on it. You know, study that shit. Get used to it. Make that shit a reflex. You know what I mean? You see all these people out here that's super, super out of shape. And um, you see them start going to the gym. You uh, you will always hear or see there's a hater, you know. Just, oh, he's not going to do it. Oh, look at this fat motherfucker going to the gym. He's going to quit in a week. Why? Why can't you be happy for that person? Don't listen to those type of people, man. Those are people that's, they're, they're taking their problems and they're projecting them on you. They want to make fun of you because they know that they can't do what you're doing. And that's how people, you know, crabs in a bucket. Crabs will always grab another crab that's escaping and pull it down to try to help itself up. Or make itself feel better. You know, don't let that happen. Don't let that happen. If you believe that you can do something, then go out and do it. Don't let anybody fucking tell you you can't do it.
you can do it. If your parents don't like it, fuck them. You know what I mean? Because this is your life. You make these decisions and you're going to go down that path. Just stay committed to it. Commit to it. Make that shit a reflex. Make that shit part of your daily life. Even if you're not doing it the same day. Like me, I'm going to go to, I'm going back to school just to take communication class so I can speak better on here. You know what I mean? Take a little bit of English. Because I'm committing to this. Um, same thing with YouTube. I have a couple of friends that's doing YouTube. But they don't see the the views coming in. So they give up pretty fast. But you got to know, everybody started from the fucking bottom. PewDiePie, which is the most subscribed person on YouTube, started from the... He started off with zero subscribers. How do you think he got up there? He kept going. He had that one or two views. He had those 30 views. He had those 100 views. He had those 1,000 views. Don't give up just because you see uh, one digit or two digits. Keep going. There's people out there that believes in you and that want to see you succeed. I want to see people from Fresno succeed so fucking bad. Anybody from Fresno that listen to this, they have a podcast, they have an Instagram page, they have a Vine account, they have a YouTube account. Send that shit to me. I'm sharing it. I actually want to start a community, a social media community. Um, I think I'll be starting it uh, on Facebook and just link it with, uh, you know, all the other social medias. Maybe even a Reddit or a, a Discord or something for people that just want to share um, their media in Fresno. It's only specifically for the Central Valley. Fresno area, you know, if you live in the Central Valley, share that shit. We need connects, you know what I mean? We need to connection. We need to build a family of social medias, people on here. Podcasters, YouTubers, Instagram models, Facebookers, all those people need to be in a community where they can share and understand the other people in this in, in, in the valley. You know, we don't have enough of the social media stars in the valley. You know what I mean? I go to Vegas, I see so many. I mean, not Vegas. I go to L.A. and I just see so many social media stars going around there, you know doing their modeling, doing their acting, doing their YouTube, all that shit, just driving around. But I don't get to see it here in Fresno. I don't get I don't get that excitement of seeing like, oh, that dude do YouTube. That's the guy from YouTube. Or that's the guy from the podcast. You know, we don't have enough motivation here in the Valley. And that's what I want to do is I want to build that group and help as many people as I can just get out there and also help myself, you know. I'll be a part of this. Um... So I'm going to end the podcast here because um, I have to get ready for the movies. Um, And, you know, that's pretty much it. I mean, stay committed to something and it's going to work out. And you will you you guys will see market on this market on this podcast right here. This is a fourth podcast. You guys will see this podcast up there. With Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's podcast. If not in a top 20 podcast. In the next two years. I'm going to be up there. I believe I can get. I, I believe I can do that. And also I'll be doing the YouTube. Uh, I'll do more videos for YouTube. More. More. Uh, when I have. Uh, more. Uh, funner. Uh, things going on. Like you know. 
Uh, if some of the homies come over, I'm going to set it up and uh, do a podcast with the homies with drinking contests and all this stuff. There's so much stuff I want to do in this podcast, and I want it to just be fun for everyone. Well, not for everyone. Everyone that's not sensitive. <laughs> but, yeah, this is, I wouldn't even call really call this episode a podcast. Just me uh, blabbering around about commitment and staying commit to some, committed to something. But yeah, man, just stick to it. Get it going. I will support. Share it. Share that shit. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And that was the end of the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, after reviewing it, it kind of I got I got off topic a lot. Not even really. Uh, press my meaning or really give an answer to uh, to how I uh, end up getting committed. I just kind of like ended it. But it's cool. I mean, we're learning and I, and soon I'm going to try and get, uh, I'm trying to get a lot more organized. So I thought I can go and just record these podcasts without being organized and it's a major fail. So I'm going to be, the next couple of weeks I'll be uh, definitely cleaning this up so I can have topics to talk about for, you know, a certain amount of time before switching it up. I don't want to feel, but I also don't want to feel like I'm scheduled to talk about things. But I mean, it's, it's for the better. Um, it was definitely sound a lot more professional. Um, so yeah, we we're doing one podcast a week for now on. Well, now not now on, but until I get all the better equipment to have two people on. Uh, a guest every week we're just one of my friends or you know people that I meet on the internet that's interested in talking about stupid shit and expressing their views on life and why and how do they get to a certain place in life so I'm planning I'm talking to people you know a lot I'm gonna actually be on another podcast pretty soon I just have to talk to them and see what's up and what's scheduling and when I when should I come out because they also are starting and they're only doing one podcast a week. So I have to just schedule on with them and see when I'm going to. And I'll definitely let you guys know when it is. To all the friends listening, thanks for listening. To all the new people, uh, supporters, and people that follow me on Twitter. I don't know. We're telling me how how much they like the podcast. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, I honestly didn't even uh, think that I would uh, attract the audience this fast. But... It's it's pretty it's just cool just seeing some supportive people that understand my uh, perspective on life and my sense of humor. So everybody knows it's all for fun, and that's all we're doing for, you know. So thank you for listening, and uh, see you on the next episode. Or I don't know if I'll see you, but uh, you guys are hearing me on the next episode talking about some stupid shit with a stuffed up nose. Um, but yeah, thank you and. Uh, Endless Weekend Podcast is over.